At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is the Run Line, VSIN's premier baseball betting show with Adam Burke. Here's Ben Wilson. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Here, Adam Burke down at the Circa Resort and Casino here for the run line. On the desk by myself, Ben Wilson, out on the road doing Nighthawks play-by-play, the indoor football team here in Las Vegas. Holden Kushner will be joining us shortly to host the show from Denver, but for now, you got me for a couple minutes here as we iron out some early technical difficulties with the program, but... Look, you know, Major League Baseball, again, I've talked about this before, didn't even seem like we were going to have a season and certainly expected it to be closer to the month of May when things actually started. But here we are, about two and a half weeks into the campaign already, finding out a lot of really interesting things, a lot of interesting things all over the league, basically. You've got the baseball playing differently. You've got starting pitchers off to varying kinds of starts, some surprise teams, some disappointing teams, lots of stuff that we'll get to here on today's edition of The Run Line. But before we dive too deep into the show here, want to mention that we'll be covering this Sunday night baseball game throughout the evening. You get the Brewers and the Phillies here out in Philadelphia. Nothing, nothing after three couple hits for the Phillies. One hit for the Brewers in this one. Uh, you got the middle of the order coming up for the Brewers in the top of the fourth inning. And look, you know, these two teams here, I think we could say that both of them have been disappointing to a degree so far. The Brewers, they've settled down from a pitching standpoint. Offensively, they're still trying to figure it out. The Phillies, great offense. Terrible defensive team, not a very good bullpen. And the starting rotation has been a little bit questionable here so far. Aaron Nola's had some bumps in the road. Zach Wheeler had that rough start against the Marlins before bouncing back to some degree yesterday. Still doesn't look as sharp as he has uh, in previous seasons here. So, look, this is something that happens early on in the year where these teams just kind of take some time a little bit. 
to settle into the rhythms of the season. And, you know, even with a team like Philadelphia, where they made some transactions coming into the year, they get Nick Castellanos, they've got Kyle Schwarber, everyone kind of taking them as sort of the trendy pick there in the National League East division, but they're a team that has gotten off to a little bit of a slow start here. So with that, we bring in Holden Kushner, the host of tonight's edition, the pitch hit host, actually, of the run line tonight. Holden, how's it going, man? Pitch hit, man. Had a groin strain. Everything's good now. We're on. We're ready to go, pal. I like the breakdown. We're talking a little, what, Phillies and Brewers here? I mean, how is it that the Phillies have not been able to figure out their bullpen for about three years now? You want to tell me that? And I'm looking at the line. I'm seeing the Brewers at plus 102. Give me a little angle here, Mr. Burke. Yeah, I mean, as you said, you know, this this Phillies team, for whatever reason, they've had problems in the bullpen the last several years. And you're looking at this one here, live numbers, as you mentioned, the Brewers, a little bit of a plus money price here as they head into the top of the fourth. Mm -hmm. And you look, Aaron Nola's still in the game. That's why they're still at a plus money price here. But the deeper you get into a game like this, Holden, and I know you and I have talked about this on the Denver City cast in terms of live betting for Major League Baseball, you have to be handicapping the strengths of the bullpens. And the longer this one stays tie, or maybe Milwaukee gets a one nothing lead, something like that, the more advantageous this position appears to be for the Brewers. Yeah, I'm starting to think that, you know, maybe if Milwaukee does not score here and we got Philadelphia coming to the plate, we can get an even better number than what I'm seeing right now. What are the flip to plus 106 at Bet River? So that's what I have right now, Adam. Again, the Phillies, it's just fascinating how they have not been able to fix this bullpen up. And it's a big reason why I, I really bet a lot of first fives when it comes to Phillies games, because I don't want to deal with the bullpen. It's as simple as that. Now, there's some good things that are coming out of Philadelphia right now, right? I mean, Aaron Nola has stunk up the joint this season, and he actually looks pretty good. He's got uh, three shutout innings and one hit ball. He's struck out four. You know, this is something big for the Phillies too, isn't it, Adam? We're looking at the Mets. It's only the first couple weeks of the season. But the Mets look like they're the real deal. And if the Phillies are going to catch them, there's no shot of catching them without Aaron Nola. Yeah, and I've actually been thinking about this a little bit, too, in terms of that National League East race, where Atlanta, it's been a very Jekyll and Hyde start to the season for them. They've played some games where they look like that team that won the World Series last season. They've played some games this year where they just look like a completely different bunch. They will get Ronald Acuna Jr. back probably the second week of May is kind of the target date for him last I saw. So they're going to get back an elite-level player, but of talent on that team they haven't put it all together yet the Mets are getting they I mean they've had the best starting pitching start to a season in franchise history I believe and that's without Jacob deGrom and of course Jacob deGrom we're supposed to find out tomorrow some more information on how he's progressing from that injury that has stunted the start of his season but you look I'm not going to say time's running out for the Phillies because that's ludicrous to say at this point in time but you know they're, they're not really showing that they're that much improved because the offense has been fine and here they are still six and nine. And, you know, we'll see what happens with this game tonight. I mean, Schwarber hasn't hit a lick yet. And you just brought up Acuna. He's tearing it up at AAA right now. And Anthopoulos was asked earlier. He goes, listen, I know he's come, he's come back first week of May, but, you know, is there any chance he can come back? He goes, yeah, there's a chance that he can come back if he keeps performing like this. And, and my thought on this, Adam, was like, is it because Acuna is ahead of schedule or the Braves need the bat right now? So it'll be an interesting discussion that they have there. I'm sure they're having a ton of discussions for the Braves, but we got a guy, we're going to talk MVP odds later on. We got a guy in Acuna tearing it up already, and he's going to bring a big boost back. But that National League East, I know we're going to talk about the NL West too. The NL East is turning into a bit of a beast here early in the season. Again, I don't think that the Phillies are in a, in a big 
and, and are in a bad spot. You need to address your bullpen at some point in time as the season goes on. Maybe it writes itself. I doubt it. But the way the Mets look, and yes, DeGrom, the question there, and then you've got a three-team race with the Atlanta Braves, too, and then a four-team race because I think the Marlins' great pitching. It's East Coast bias, or is the NL East really this good? No, I mean, I think the NL East is really solid. I mean, obviously, the only team that you can beat up on right now is the Washington mm-hmm. Nationals. They've dropped five in a row, and, and it appears as though we've kind of figured out what the true talent level is for Washington right now, and certainly betters have figured it out because money has come in against Washington in all of those five games that they've lost here, and understandably so. This is a team that's very top-heavy with Juan Soto, Josh Bell when he's healthy. If Nelson Cruz decides to hit, that would help. But you know, the bottom half of their order is just absolutely pathetic. So the Nationals, a team that's falling off the pace here, and that will continue to happen. The Marlins, you, know, you mentioned them. Jesus Lazardo, another strong start out of him today. I think their bullpen is really, really good. And I know something you mentioned to me that you wanted to talk about a little bit here, and, and now's as good of a time to do it as any. You're thinking about Pablo Lopez maybe as a Cy Young candidate. So this Marlins team is very, very rich with pitching. Yeah, I mean, we could get into it again, but is he even the best pitcher on the staff? That's the first thing we need to figure out. I just love Pablo Lopez. I mean, the dude's he's he's total he's a total bad dude. What's he got? Three starts, got a point five two <laughs> to this point. He's coming out so strong. And I know Jeter's gone, but boy, he did a nice job of rebuilding this thing on the fly, at least being the head there. But yeah, Lopez is my guy. Strikeout guy, misses tons of bats, got the velocity. I just wonder your thoughts on the rest of that rotation. Is he even the best pitcher on that staff, Adam? I think that he is, and I think the reason that he is is because, look, when these guys pitch at home in Miami, and and we see this, Miami winds up being a home favorite with Sandy Mm -hmm. Alcantara, Pablo Lopez, and Trevor Rogers on the mound. They're a a home favorite against a lot of teams in that minus 120 to minus 130 range because there's such a high level of respect for their pitching staff at Lone Depot Park. It's a park that suppresses power. It is a very, very good pitcher's park all the way around. So those guys are priced differently at home than they are on the road. But I think Pablo Lopez, of the three, is probably the one best equipped to have some measure of success on the road. Alcantara's a guy that kind of lives by contact management. He's a guy that can give up some home runs on the road. And Trevor Rogers is a guy that, you know, he's really coming into his own, but there can be some control issues there with him. And when those pop up, they tend to pop up on the road. But I think Lopez is the guy who's probably the best all-around starter for this team. Alcantara's the guy that's got really, really good home numbers. Lopez is good pretty much everywhere. But that's what keeps them in games. And, and, and they're almost trying to play a style similar to the other Florida team, the Tampa Bay Rays, where they know they can play three to two, four to three games at home, and they feel comfortable in that kind of situation. It's on the road where you wonder if they're going to get enough run support, specifically if a guy like Lopez will get enough run support. And we've kind of seen that play out a little bit here already, where in their home games, very, very low scoring environment, kind of been the thing across Major League Baseball as a whole. But that's continued in Miami with a lot of low-scoring games. And on the road, you wonder if their offense can keep up. Yeah, today they beat the Braves, too, 5-4. to four. So I don't think there's a lot of chatter nationally about the Marlins. But it looks to me like the foundation is there in that rotation. Again, Pablo's got a 17-3K to 3K to walk ratio. He's just so much fun to watch pitch, is all I'm saying. He's, he's just explosive, electric. And this Miami team, yeah, they're 7-8. and eight. But at a four-team race, my thoughts on you throughout the season, like what is the shot of them staying in this and actually getting to the postseason? Would there be any reason to run to the ticket window or use my phone and put a wager on them, whether it be a win total or to win the division? 
Well, I did take a piece of their preseason over win total. I think it was 77 and a half in that range. Mm. I mean, look, that's a team where, again, I trust the pitching and I trust what they're able to do at home. You know, with Tampa Bay, they play those close games at Tropicana Field, and then on the road, their offense is good enough to perform. For Miami, they're trying to get to that point. And look, I'll give them a lot of credit, too. Very smart front office moves here. You mentioned Derek Jeter and some of the things that he was able to do. He wasn't able to get them to spend money, but one thing he was able to get them to do was look at a lot of one-year rentals, two-year rental players that would be impending free agents that you know kind of have platoon advantages, stuff like that, to where if they don't work out, they can trade them and they can get prospects. And that's how they kind of retool and refuel this minor league system. It's a really smart thing if you're in a small market and the Marlins are doing that. And look, you know, they were able to trade for a position of strength by sending Zach Gallon to Arizona for Jazz Chisholm Jr. And he looks like a dynamic player for them. So the Marlins have made some really smart under the radar types of decisions that I think should work out in the long term for them. Jazz is great for baseball, by the way. If you haven't watched any Marlins games, you haven't seen Jazz Chisholm, little dude, big pop, tons of energy. He's one of my favorite players to watch. Unfortunately, he is in Miami. It's <laughs> People just don't watch it very much. But I'm a fan of Chisholm. I'm a fan of that rotation and Pablo Lopez as well. Adam, we got a couple games in progress right now. I know you're looking at the Kansas City-Seattle game. They're in the top of the 12th. Royals bases loaded, 4-4 the score there. That's been an exciting one. And then Milwaukee and Philadelphia, they're still scoreless in the top of the fourth inning in Philadelphia. We'll run down those lines again. I want to get Adam's thoughts on some of these games this afternoon. One game absolutely throttled me. We'll discuss it more on the run line. He is Adam Burke. I'm Holden Kushner. This is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. 
I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run. Every hit. Every inning. Every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare zumo play is your destination for endless entertainment with a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels movies and full tv series you'll easily find something to watch right away and the best part it's all free love music get lost in the 90s with iheart 90s dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iheart radio music channels no logins no signups no accounts no hassle so what are you waiting for start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with zumo play xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You found VEASAN's premier baseball betting show. This is The Run Line. Yep, welcome back to VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Holden Kushner, host of the Denver City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. If you're ever betting on Colorado, Denver teams, you're ever betting on or against the Rockies, you want to find out some information on it, check my podcast out. It's a VSIN podcast, Denver City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. My friend Adam Burke, who is the star of this show, has been a guest uh, multiple times. Wonderful to be working with you tonight, Mr. Burke. Let's get into today's action, though. We got two games that are going on right now. I know that you had some thoughts on the Kansas City-Seattle game coming into this. It has really just been a long, drawn-out fight. Uh, the funniest thing was a, a buddy of mine who's a big better doesn't bet much on baseball. He goes, they're doing the, the ghost runner on second thing again. I said, yeah, they're doing the ghost runner on second thing again. This is what Rob Manfred wants, and it's what he gets. And the fascinating thing is, a lot of these games just complete continue to go on and on and on and on. Right now, we got a 4-4 game, the top of the 12th inning in Seattle. Adam, uh, as far as the Mariners go, they've got some expectations on this ball club. You got any thoughts on today's game or the Mariners going forward? Let's hear it. Yeah, you know, today wasn't a card that I was super in love with, but I thought that the run line was a good play here in this game today because, you know, Robbie Ray – he didn't look super sharp to some degree in his first two starts, but he also pitched in very, very cold weather, just awful conditions for him. 
looked more in control in his first start in Seattle, looked pretty good. Carlos Hernandez is a guy coming into this game for the Royals that he had one strikeout in eight and two thirds to start the year. And he was giving up a good bit of hard contact. He wasn't keeping the sinker down. It was kind of leaking up in the zone. Figure this Seattle offense that's really kind of turned around a little bit over the last few days would to have better swings against him than they have. Uh, obviously, you know, with the ghost runner thing, I need a two-run homer to, to win that one now in extra innings. But, you know, this Seattle team, the offense is really, really deep. The bullpen is very solid. They've had some COVID issues in the bullpen that have kind of slowed them down a little bit. But I think this team is, is actually better than I expected them to be. So I was trying to take advantage of that today, but uh, seems like I'm probably going to wind up on the short end of that one, even though they, I would say, are likely to win this game 5-4. Hey, I tailed you, okay? So we're in this together, my friend. And there's still a possibility we get a two-run shot. So don't worry about it, Adam. A little positivity here on this Sunday night, my friend. Uh, let's look at the lines here on the Phillies and the Brewers. This game just got through, what, four innings? So we're through four innings. We've got no score. We've got three hits. It's looking like every other baseball game in the month of April, Adam. And here we go. Our total's down to four. Our total is down to four, minus 112 to the under. So a little bit juice on the over, minus 114, plus 104 for the Brewers on the money line, and the Phillies minus 129. I'm sitting here looking at a four. I mean, that looks really juicy with the Phillies pen. Talk me out of this. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, we've had 27 plate appearances in this game and 14 strikeouts. So uh, apparently nobody wants to make contact in this game. And and the reality of it is, you know, I did think about playing Milwaukee tonight in this game, but the Phillies are were a top five, top 10 offense against lefties coming into this game. I know the sample sizes are small, but that is a matchup that they should fare pretty well in, in a lot of cases. But Eric Lauer here tonight, eight strikeouts over four innings, not known as a strikeout pitcher either for the Brewers. Last year pitched really well. Seems like he's carrying that over to this season also. It's what the Brewers do. They're very, very good at developing pitching, specifically starting pitching, as we've seen with Corbin Burns, with Brandon Woodruff, with Freddie Peralta. Just kind of the strength of that organization, and Lauer looks like a continuation of that. So there's a guy in this game here that I want to discuss with you. Everybody was worried about Cody Bellinger. Obviously not in this game. Cody goes deep twice. Everybody wants to bail on him. Had an awful season. Hadn't hit in over, well over a year. Well, what about Yelich? I'm not a batting average guy, but it's just very simple. He's batting 196. He's not hitting the ball. Things are not going well for Christian Yelich, and you could date that back to last year. I want to get your thoughts on Yelich going forward um, because I remember looking at his preseason home run props saying, hey, maybe he could do it. I need to see something out of it. I haven't seen much out of Christian Yelich so far, Adam. Well, one thing I'll say about Christian Yelich, and one thing I'll say in general about Major League Baseball, I use a lot of the StatCast data, which you can find mm-hmm. over at BaseballSavant.com. Christian Yelich going into today's game in the 83rd percentile in exit velocity, 100th percentile in hard hit percentage. So he's making quality contact. He's just not getting the results out of it. As long as that continues, I would certainly expect his offensive profile to improve. All you can do is hit the ball hard. That's all you can do. That's all you want to do up there at the plate is make quality contact and hit the ball hard somewhere. Yelich has done that to this point. He just hasn't had the results on the high-velocity contact. So not necessarily worried about him. But with that being said, this Brewers lineup is is average to below average, I would say. So he is a guy that has to be good. And as long as those contact management numbers kind of play out the way that they're supposed to, he should be good, but it hasn't happened to this point. Okay, let's get into a couple other games from earlier today. We'll hit the uh, Saber Metrics thing coming up a little bit later on. I love numbers. If you're into baseball and you're betting – you're either super old school and you're doing it off a of feel, 
or you're doing a whole bunch of numbers, and I know you crunch the numbers all the time. I do, too. I'm a little bit of a feel-better when it comes to live, but I'm, I'm looking forward to getting into that in just a little bit. But uh, to start things off, how about the melee or the disaster that we had at Yankee Stadium yesterday, and the Yankees come back today and just put a pasting on the Guardians, 10-2. to 2. Big thing from this one, Adam, you know, uh, Garrett Cole was getting some heat, right? Well, he goes out of K's nine and six and two thirds shutout innings against a very potent Indians offense. And on the other side, I think the Indians have to, or the Guardians, excuse me, it's the first time I've done it this year, Burke. First time, it got me, I got myself. Savali got rocked again. I'm a little concerned about him going forward. So the Yankees with a big win this afternoon, Adam. Yeah, look, I mean, they're my hometown team. They're my beloved team. And I still have called them the Indians multiple times on air already. So eventually I may get used to them being called the Guardians. But look, mm. you know, they've been just strange this season, to say the least. I mean, they've scored double-digit runs four times this season. And then in a lot of other games, they've just looked completely hapless on offense. And they look pretty hapless for the most part in this series against the Yankees. The Royals don't have great pitching. They scored the, the 27 runs in two games against them. Cincinnati's pitching is not particularly good. They had 17 runs in that two-game series. The Giants shut them down. You know, they beat up Dallas Keuchel, which is going to happen. That's something that a lot of teams are probably going to do this year. But, you know, really for them, they have not fared well when they've stepped up in class against above-average pitching. And Garrett Cole, even without the sticky substances, is still an above-average starting pitcher. They've never hit him, no matter who's in the lineup. They've just never been able to do it, and they weren't able to do it today. They didn't really do a ton against Nestor Cortez yesterday, who's off to a really, really good start here so far this season. They were in position to win that game yesterday, though, did get the Emmanuel Classe blown save. I, to me, it's just one of those things where, you know, look, when they play the Angels, the Angels don't have great pitching, but the Angels have a good lineup. I think it's a tricky series for them. When they go to Oakland, maybe they fare a little bit better. But I think the reality of it is, they just kind of got off to a little bit of a more impressive start than I expected, largely because of the competition that they played. I don't think that this is a very good team. I bet their season win total under, obviously not a homer pick because I love them. I still watch every game. But you know, I just I don't think that this is a great team. And, and to your point, but they're in Savali today. That's a big concern for them because Shane Bieber, while he's pitched well, his velocity is down. Zach Plesak's kind of all over the map. I'm still not buying Tristan McKenzie. Savali is a guy that needs to be pretty good for them. He throws four different pitches. They're all average to above average, and he just doesn't have the command right now. So that's that's a really big red flag that Savali looks so bad to start the year. Yep, no doubt about that. We got one more game I want to get to before we hit to the break. Uh, White Sox-Twins, this was a horrible beat for me. Had the White Sox today, and they had a, they, they had a nice little run at the top of the 10th inning. Byron Buxton comes up with two on. And he goes deep. He hits a three-run blast. Guy can't stay healthy, but when he is in the lineup, he is a dynamic, dynamic talent. And now a little slow start for the White Sox, right? Not worried about it 15 games into the season, but Adam, they're six and nine. Yeah, I mean, uh, Byron Buxton went very, very, very deep. 469 yes, he feet did. on that walk-off winner. Uh, the longest walk-off home run recorded in StatCast history, which dates back to 2015. Wow. A lot of issues here for the White Sox, and some of them are out of their control. They've had injuries. Lucas Giolito looked really good coming back today, nine strikeouts over four innings. That was huge for them with Lance Lynn still on the shelf. But look, today, the, the biggest concern for me, Aaron Bummer and Liam Hendricks both getting knocked around today, both guys struggling a little bit early on in the year. You can cover up some injuries if your bullpen is really good. 
Last year, the White Sox bullpen was one of the best in baseball. It was actually up there with Tampa Bay. It was, I think, second in F4. They were yeah. really, really good. This year, they're struggling a little bit. And Tony La Russa is not really the kind of manager, I think, to pull them out of any sort of issues that they're having. I'm concerned about the White Sox. When they get healthier, they're far and away the most talented team in this division. But for right now, you know, only scoring 3.3 runs per game. They've had some bullpen meltdowns. Eloy Jimenez is hurt. Luis Roberts hurt. You know, this is a team that's kind of teetering right now a little bit. The thing for them is I don't think anybody else in the Central is good enough to take advantage. But, uh, you know, I'm kind of watching that futures market to see if I can get a good depressed price on the White Sox, who I think still win this division, still make some noise in the playoffs, but it's been off to a rough start for them. I think that's a tremendous take by you there because I'm with you on the White Sox. Jimenez out uh, about six to eight weeks with the injury, so they're missing another big bat. When we return on the run line, Mr. Burke's going to give us some sabermetric lessons, including left on base percentage. Hmm, pretty interesting stuff. This is the run line on VSIN, the sports betting network. So holding Kushner with you here alongside Adam Burke. It's the run line. We talked baseball for a couple hours. I'm very happy to be here uh, with Adam. You can also check out the Denver City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. It's my podcast. Adam's been on it a couple times. I'm going to force him to be on it more, whether he likes it or not, because I love talking baseball. If you're betting uh, baseball, if you're betting the Rockies for or against or any baseball, I talk about it. Check it out. Denver City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. We've got Adam Saber metrics in just a second. But first, Adam, we had Winker walk it off for the Mariners. Jesse Winker, RBI single. So the M's uh, get the victory over the Royals there and extras and still scoreless between the Brewers and the Phillies. Let me go find the live. Here we go. Oh, we got a man on base. So the uh, total went up to four and a half, Adam. It went from four to four and a half. Very, very difficult finding runs in Philadelphia tonight between these two teams. But it is time. Without further ado, I've been looking forward to this. Uh, Adam, your sabermetrics, I want to talk about some left-on-base percentage. You ready to roll? I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's go. Talk to me. How do we apply this? What is it? How do we apply it to betting? So, look, one of the things that, that people need to understand here is that ERA is dependent on a lot of different factors. You know, It really has very little to do, in some cases, with a pitcher's actual performance. A lot of it is just circumstance sequencing how things wind up playing out for a pitcher that will be the type of thing that really alters a pitcher's era so left on base percentage is lob percent this is over at a place like fangraphs.com you can check this out so the league average left on base percentage is 72 percent for pitchers across the board so if you've got a pitcher who's say 80 percent or 85 percent you would expect that to kind of regress down towards the league average which could have a significant impact on his era Similarly, if you've got a pitcher who's in the 65% range in left on base percentage, that will also have an impact on their ERA in a negative way. So you may see a guy who has a 540 ERA with a left on base percentage of 66, 65%. Well, you would expect that left on base percentage to go up. So the pitcher's ERA should go down. So for me, I think left on base percentage is a really good indicator of pitchers that have gotten unlucky, pitchers that have had just unfortunate sequencing. They've given up hits at wrong times. You have to really strand base runners. It's a very important thing to do, a really important skill set for a pitcher. Sometimes it doesn't happen. Sometimes it's out of your control. You might give up one of those 
blooper hits with two outs and men on second and third that scores two runs, you made a good pitch, but it just happened to fall in. So left on base percentage is a really good indicator of pitcher luck. So when I find extremes one way or the other, I try to use those to my advantage in the betting market, just expecting them to come back towards that 72% number. Now, I will say there are a couple of exceptions. One of them is if you're a high strikeout pitcher, you're more likely to strand runners because you're not going to have balls in play. You're going to record strikeouts. If you're a low strikeout pitcher, you may have a lower left on base percentage just because you don't have that increased margin for error. So left on base percentage is a stat that I think is really important to look at as we go throughout the season and also because it never reaches a point of stabilization. It is always open to fluctuation. So it's one of those things that you can use throughout the course of the year to try and find pitchers to back or pitchers to fade based on a high or a low left on base percentage. Uh, that's fascinating. So the league average is 72%. You want to be what? Around 75% or higher to try to be consistently successful, at least when you're adding in left on base percentage as a pitcher? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, you think about Robbie Ray last year, right? Robbie Ray wins the American League Cy Young. His left on base percentage last year was 90.1%. So he Ooh. was a massive outlier. One of the biggest outliers we've actually ever seen since this stat was being calculated. But you know, you get a guy like Aaron Nola, for example, last year. Aaron Nola had a 450 or so ERA because he had a 66.8% left on base percentage. He's a guy that just didn't get the outs that he needed to with two outs to strand runners. And this is different from left on base percentage in the box score where it's, you know, team LOB eight or whatever the case may be. This is based on the base runners that a pitcher allows via hits and walks and the actual runs that they give up. So it's a stat that goes a little bit deeper. It goes you know, to a second or third level. And again, as I said, it's one where to me, it's a really big indicator of future performance. The thing about Aaron Nola, the reason why his never got better last year, because he's on a terrible defensive team. So defense does play a role as well, but that's why if you're a higher strikeout guy, you've got that increased margin for error. You can carry a high one, or if you're a high strikeout guy that has a low left on base percentage, that's a guy I would absolutely expect to get better and have more success going forward. Well, then you got a guy like Justin Verlander, who's a high strikeout guy and has left everybody on base so far. So we're only in the second week of the season, Adam. How, how do we really apply it this early in the season? You said it never normalizes, but can you take anything out of it? Or do we have to go back to last season and add it on to this season? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, it's, it's kind of challenging now because it's so early. But, you know, as you mentioned, a guy like Justin Verlander is at 100%. A guy like Merrill Kelly from Arizona, who I really like, by the way, he's at 94.4%. These really big extremes are going to come back to the pack. Some guys will come back faster than others. As I said, the, the low strikeout guys, if they have a high left on base percentage, they'll start coming back to the pack. Guys that pitch with bad defenses behind them, they'll come back to the pack quicker than others. But you know, a guy like Zach Plesak, for example, for my Guardians, he's got a 5.09 strikeouts per nine innings. So he does not strike out a lot of guys. His left on base percentage is 92.6%. He has a 153 ERA with a 377 FIP and a 391 XFIP. So when I see something like that, it sounds alarm bells in my head, and I immediately think I'm going to look for reasons to go against Zach Plesak in his upcoming starts, and that would be one of them. Because the left on base percentage is so high, because the ERA is so low relative to his other run metrics, and you can use this almost as a shortcut, not only to kind of narrow your focus on the card, but also look for line moves, because a lot of these things will generate line movement as some of the math crowd, like myself, get involved on those overnight lines. So there's a way to apply this even early in the season. I mean, you may have to go back to a larger sample, but there is a way to apply this, correct? 
yeah. even into your handicapping tomorrow, for example. Right, absolutely. I mean, some guys are just getting very lucky here early on in the year, and some guys are getting you know very unlucky early on in the year. And typically for me, I look for the guys that are getting really lucky to kind of regress quicker than the guys that are getting unlucky, just simply because there may be a reason why those guys are getting unlucky. Maybe they're not commanding the baseball well. Maybe they have a bad defensive team, like I mentioned, something like that. You know, it's funny. Look at a guy like Tyler Molly from the Cincinnati Reds. Mm-hmm. His left on base percentage is 51.7%. That is extremely low. He has a 688 ERA as a result, but a 244 FIP and a 397 XFIP. That's a guy that I would expect to get better pretty quickly as we go throughout the season here, just because that's such an unsustainably low left on base percentage. And again, early on in the year, you look for these significant extremes. As we get deeper into the year, that's when you've got more data to kind of confidently say that, you know, a guy's going to go one way or the other. But for right now, it's just it can't stay that bad or it can't stay that good. And it's really as simple as that. Love it. Any final thoughts on uh, left on base percentage? Or you want to get back into these games here? Because I, to be honest, it's not something I really use as far as capping goes. And now you've just introduced it to me. I think it'll be interesting once we get a little bigger sample, at least from my standpoint. Well, like I said, I mean, you can go to fangraphs.com and you go to the, the leader page, you look at the pitchers and all of that, and you're going to, if you sort the column header, a left on base percentage, and you look at the guys that are really high and the guys that are really low, and you follow the betting markets, you will see line moves. We talk about the importance of getting the best of the number, getting the best of the number that you can. All you can control is the number that you get. Whether or not that bet wins is out of your control once you hit submit. So... If you're looking to get out in front of some line moves out there in the marketplace, you can use this left on base percentage stuff, and it will help you get you know, some line equity and some line value on these games. I like it a lot. Uh, we're going to find out if the uh, Phillies are going to leave some guys on base right now. Bottom of the fifth inning, Milwaukee at the Phillies. It is uh, men on first and second with one down, and Matt Veerling's at the plate. So, Adam, you got the bottom of the order actually getting on base for the Phillies right here, they're about to flip it over to Gene Segura and Hoskins and Harper and Castellanos if Veerling is not retired. I saw this line go up to four and a half while we were just talking. It's back down to four. Can I interest you either way in this game right now, whether it be over or under in this situation as it just got bumped up to four and a half? I do think the longer this game goes on, the more I'm going to be interested in the Milwaukee side. And you've got Eric Lauer now who's thrown 77 pitches. He's already struck out nine through four and a third. Strikeouts are great. They also run up your pitch count, and especially early on in the year, means you're probably approaching the end of the line. So for the Brewers here, getting their bullpen into the game should give them an advantage in a tie game because the big difference in this game was Nola versus Lauer. Now Milwaukee probably has the upper hand with the bullpens likely to get involved soon. Yeah, the problem is, is that right now the Phillies have the bases loaded uh, with just one down and Gene Segura coming up to the plate. So we'll find out a little bit more about how long that lasts. Um, We'll come back and we'll talk about it again. This is V-CIN, the sports. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Betting Network. You found Visa's premier baseball betting show. This is The Run Line. The V-CIN Summer.
Super Special is here. For only $59, you get everything VSIN has to offer from now till the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here on vsin.com. Subscribers going to have access to all of it, including my man Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, something I read every single day. JVT has the best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Something I read every day. We'll say Andy McNeil. I don't bet much hockey, but I know the guy's good at what he does. He's going to break down all the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. Love the Stanley Cup playoffs. We're going to have lots of NFL preseason coverage as well. Not to mention continued best bets and premium articles for golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VSIN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. Cost is only $59 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at vcin.com backslash summer. Okay, welcome back to the run line. Holden Kushner here alongside Adam Burke. We were doing a little strategery session during the break here. And Adam, it was bases loaded, one out for the Phillies in the bottom of the fifth inning. Segura retired. Hoskins just retired. I mean, we saw this, the total, first of all, go up to about, go to four and a half. It is now down to three. You want to attack this from a different way, though, don't you? Yeah, I think the Brewers in game are the play right now. And I'm seeing minus 105, minus 106, minus 110 out there at some of the different sports books. The play now at this point in time for me is the Brewers because Eric Lauer, his third fastest pitch of the night was that fastball that he just threw to get Reese Hoskins through 30 pitches in the inning. I have to think he's done now. So now the Brewers can turn it over to that very, very strong bullpen that they have. Aaron Nola is pitching really well, but he is turning the lineup over for the third time now in this inning. So that's always a disadvantage for a pitcher. And the Phillies bullpen is just not good at all. I think now is the time to go ahead and fire on the Brewers here. Minus 105. They have the bullpen advantage. And, you know, Nola now going the third time through the order. I think it's a pretty sound play here. Whether it wins or not, this is, this is a process kind of play here where I think it makes a lot of sense to go ahead and fire on Milwaukee live. Yep. I got a half unit in there. I got a half unit of plus 163 with the bases loaded. And then I followed your advice and uh, took them at minus, what, 103? Milwaukee Brewers minus 103 on Bet Rivers right now. So I'm invested in the Brewers, my friend. I hope you are too, and we'll be watching that. But you know what? You wanted to get into the early season dead ball. Like, is there a better time to do that than after talking about the Brewers and the Phillies scoreless in the sixth inning? It's fascinating. And I'm reading my buddy Bob Nightingale comes out and says, everybody thinks there's two baseballs being used right now. It's April. My question is, are these balls really deadened or is it the weather? Is it a combination of both? Because the balls just are not flying at them. Yeah, the balls are not flying at all. And, and you know, look, I mean, this is the deep dive kind of statistical stuff that you can expect from me in my daily article over at vcin.com and also here on the run line that mm -hmm. I ran these numbers on Saturday morning. So through Friday night's games, the average fly ball distance this year, 311 feet. That's seven feet lower than last season through April 22nd. That's 11 feet lower than 2019, which was the juiced ball season that was at 322. So we've got the lowest fly ball distance, but we also have in the StatCast era, which dates back to 2015, the highest average exit velocity in terms of contact that's being made. So guys are hitting the ball harder, but it's not traveling as far. So 
this is officially, I would say, I think that we have enough data over two and a half weeks here. We can officially say that the ball is dead right now. And I think a big reason for it is because all 30 parks have put in a humidor now. So with the cold weather, the humidor doesn't really help. It will help in certain parks as we go throughout the year. And I do think we get a big offensive explosion once maybe late May, early June rolls around. When the ball starts carrying more, we start getting more home runs. But for right now, distance is suppressed. And the results on high-velocity contact have also been suppressed here. And I actually ran these numbers as well through Friday's games. The batting average on batted balls hit at least 95 miles per hour is 461. That's down 27 points from last year and down what 68 points from 2019. So guys are hitting the ball hard and getting nothing to show for it. That's why unders are cashing it. What is it? 62, 63%. For right now, this will probably be, probably be the norm. But I think as the weather warms up, we're going to see offense come back and it could come back in a big way. So it's almost like a tale of two seasons here, Holden. It is. So now we have to figure out how to apply that to winning money, right? And it, you can't just go into a game and say, let's blindly bet unders all day because the ball isn't flying as far. How do we apply this, though, to betting? I would say pregame. I'm a big live better, Adam. You know, you and I really haven't discussed this that much. I'd say most of my betting money, most of my handle comes live. But if you're attacking these games pregame, how do we take this into account and try and figure out which way to go on a total? Well, look, I mean, we've seen a lot of seven and a halfs and, and eights juice to the under here while unders are doing so well. Again, I think it was 62.3% a couple of days ago. Never really seen anything, any reason for that to change because we haven't seen a ton of scoring here over the course of the weekend. It's really tough for me because I look at a lot of the contact management stuff. I look at hard hit rates for pitchers. I look at average exit velocity, all of that. And for right now, even guys that don't have great command are finding ways to have some measure of success. And also, too, even bad defensive teams are getting helped out a little bit by the fact that the ball is just not carrying as far. So for me, it's just sort of looking at teams that are going to generate opportunities, right? You're, hitting is down. The batting average is the lowest it's, it's been in you know 100 years, I think it is, something like that. Home runs are way down, too. So you want to look for teams that are drawing a lot of walks, because they're giving themselves opportunities to score runs by getting extra base runners and teams that are putting a lot of balls in play. Because even though balls in play aren't as successful, a ball in play is still better than striking out at this point in time. So, you know, for me, I'm just looking for teams that make a lot of contact, draw a lot of walks, and hope that they're able to get those important hits with men in scoring position. We talked about left on base percentage earlier. That's it. You know, a lot of times a baseball game comes down to a handful of plate appearances with a runner in scoring position. One team scores, the other team doesn't. That'll dictate the game. So I'm trying to find teams that will get more chances than the opposition and trying to bet on those teams accordingly. All right. I mean, you were just talking about left on base. Everybody's getting left on base with the Phillies and the Brewers. Phillies just left the, <laughs> left the bases loaded in the bottom of the fifth, and the Brewers went down very quickly in the top of the sixth. They'll go to the bottom of the sixth inning. They are scoreless in the updated lines right now. I got Bet Rivers at three. Under three minus one thirty, over three plus one hundred two. Here's something just off the cuff. I'm looking at this. At what point in time do you start looking at overs in a game in a tie ball game and saying this thing gets to extra innings, it's going to go blast through three? So we've still got seven, eight, and nine. The problem is the Brewers bullpen spectacular, but you can also go up against the Phillies bullpen, which is not good. I like that we're attacking this thing from the Brewers' side, 
But what about a total with extra innings looming? Do you ever take that into account if you're live betting a total? Yeah, I think it's something you have to take into account now with that ghost runner that we talked about earlier on where you just you automatically get a runner on second and, you know, the teams may play for one run and get one run, but if they play for one run when they're trailing by a run, probably extends the game. So, you know, we saw that in this game here with the uh, the Royals and the Mariners where both teams scored in the 10th inning and it took until the 12th for the Mariners to walk it off. But, yeah, I mean, you're, you're literally getting a free guy in scoring position. And, you know, when you talk about a live over – in a game that's tie late, you know, I think it is something that you, you have to consider. It's not something that I'm going to bet for this game necessarily, but I do okay. think that you're on the right track in terms of thinking about the longer this stays tied, the likelihood of extra innings makes betting an over really intriguing. Yeah, most of the books are going to shut this down by the ninth inning for a, for a total. That's just going to happen more often than not with the extra innings coming up. But if you're interested right now, bottom of the six, they are scoreless. We also bring something up that I find interesting. Adam, you're were, you were talking about the suppression of offense. I had a buddy uh, who was at a Braves game last week, caught a foul ball. He's pretty, I've never caught a foul ball. I've been to well over a thousand baseball games. I have never caught a foul ball. Never. It's amazing. It's just, it, it's like, yeah, it's, it's amazing. So he caught a foul ball. He looked at the seams. The seams are way raised. He went back home and looked at the two foul balls that he had from last year. The seams are completely different on these balls. And I think it's going to be tough for us to handicap this because I honestly believe that two different sets of baseballs are going to be used this year. And it's going to make our job of handicapping even more difficult. Yeah. You know, they actually used two different balls last year and they kind of blamed mm -hmm. it on COVID and supply chain and all those different types of things that could end up being a possibility this season as well. And I also think too, not to dive too deep into this, but Raising the seams helps when you take away the sticky substances. Guys can grip the ball a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's a change that we should have thought about. But, I mean, they fundamentally change the ball every single year. It's, it's frustrating as can be. It really is. He's Adam Burke. I'm holding Christian. I'm not frustrated. I'm happy. I'm excited. Talking to baseball here on a Sunday night. We're talking about my red-hot Rockies on the flip side. Yeah, 10-5. and five. I love it. It's the run line. I'm holding. He's Adam on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. 
So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.